It's episode 16 of the Cranky Old Bastard, and we have for you Canadian Psycho, Battle for Free Speech, a super virus, the brain rewiring us, and more, and twisted insights from further up north in the Great White, all coming up next on the Cranky Old Bastard. With us today is the twisted man from up north, the old bastard himself, and me, Mr. Nobody. Welcome to the show. And well, thank you. Anyone else? What, no? you want me to say something? No, no not really. All right. They, they right. fucking know I'm here, God. <laughs> so, you can join the army now for 100% no bullshit, delivering the real information that matters to the world. 100% no bullshit coming to you direct from the Southern California of Canada. It's the cranky old bastard, sidekick Mr. Nobody, and special guest today, the twisted man from up north. All right, and we're off. Oh, don't forget, folks, you can get the show notes, crankyoldbastard.com, and you can head over to uh, iTunes and review us there. We'd greatly appreciate it. Good, poor, indifferent. We'd prefer to poor because they're more fun to, you know, harass you with. <laughs> yeah, effectively, if you can't afford rent or dinner. You betcha. Your money. And if you happen to be listening to us on Stitcher Radio, click that little thumbs up button in the lower corner. We'd greatly appreciate it. So tonight's first uh Oh no no we're not on the stores yet, man. Oh. We we you're skipping oh, you right had... over the promotions. Oh, you you gotta remember this oh, this wow. show is is wow. supported. Is supported by folks that do things or give us money. And these are the ones that do things for us. Here's the main support for the show. Is your WordPress website giving you trouble? Have you received the white screen of death? Have you received notification from Google or other search engines that you've been hacked or compromised in some way? Then let John Overall help you out. You can visit him at wppro.ca slash emergency for quick tips and information to get you back online in a flash. Or if a more in-depth support is needed, then send John an email at john at wppro.ca or pick up the phone and call 818-850-7729. He'll answer the call and help get you back up and running in no time. There we go. One commercial. And don't forget, this is the new Cranky Old Bastard Podcast. It's our new direction, new platform, supported by you, our listeners, and anyone else we care to sell out to. So I, w- I got something to ask then. If I've got an emergency like I've taken Viagra and I've had an erection for more than four hours, do I call him? You betcha. He'll tell you exactly where to stick that erection. <laughs> Bend over, baby. <clears throat> so if you if you're if you're going to support us, we have we will be setting up a minimum a minimum donation coming up soon. Where if you meet the minimum donation amount, you'll be getting a 100% no bullshit T-shirt from the cranky old bastard. Warner fresh. Well, that depends well, on how you like your shirts. Depends on how much you give us too. 
Now, also, um, we wanted to acknowledge uh, we have up on, up on the website already our donation wall, which has been up for a couple of weeks now, and we want to acknowledge a couple, three folks that have donated to it. You know, it's going to be very important that we acknowledge our donors, and for a while we'll acknowledge everybody, but after a while we'll set minimum limits on donations before you get full acknowledgement, and then we'll just mention you. Everyone who donates will get mentioned. You get credit for donating and supporting us. So first off, though, we have a couple of uh, donations here, and the first one is from Uncle Al. He donated 93.72, and he had a little note for us, and it went, "Death is forbidden. Oh man, unto thee, four six three eight A B K two four A L G M O R three Y X two four eight nine R P S T O V A L." Hike. <laughs> You want to read the next one, Derek? Okay, Frank Delanor gave us $33.33 U.S. dollars, and he said, you have raised my consciousness to a new level. Well, fuck. He's from the U.S., so that shouldn't be hard. <laughs> <laughs> and the final one came from Stevie, and he gave us a whole five bucks, but hey, every five bucks helps. And his little note, like a bright, shining light in the dark. You sure he doesn't want to, like, get down with you and give you a blowjob for that five bucks? I have no idea. <laughs> anyway, we just want everyone to know that we will recognize and acknowledge everyone that donates to this fine, wonderful show. Anything I else? Think it, well, I, I think it's funny, you know, the amount of times I bash Americans, and they're still stupid enough to send us their money. Gotta love stupid Americans. Well, you know, it's not just that. We're, we're providing a service which is of value and entertaining at the same time. Yeah, but their money's also worthless, so it gets you more. Actually, no, it's 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 getting worth more than Canadian money again. Hmm. You know, it, it's not. That it's, sucks. It, it's 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 moving it's moving back uh, back the other way. Must have something to do with that penny we got rid of. It's probably yeah. That sucks because now my uh, Photoshop's going to cost me even more a month. Yep, yep. That's the unfortunate thing. Gotta 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 love it when it's when it's weaker. Hate it when it's stronger. Unless you're getting paid from people in the states. We get paid from them. Hmm. Oh yeah, some of us do. Ah. Uh, All right, so we've got a whole whack of news for you. Most of it is Canadian. This show. There's a couple of American uh, news stories in here, but uh, as I said, most of it's Canadian. And we'll let the old bastard start out with the first one because this was a story he was following. <laughs> The Canadian psycho cannibal gay porn killer trial. Yes. You know, you got to love it when you start off with a cannibal gay porn killer trial. I mean, <laughs> All this because he wanted a hot dog? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder if the uh, victim's name was Oscar. <laughs> so, yeah, anyways, um, this murder took place last year. Any of you who smart enough to follow the news will remember hearing about the um, severed limbs being sent to Stephen Harper, which, fucking A, good move, buddy. And then he sent parts of the bodies to Vancouver schools, which, you know, he, today's class, we're going to have an anatomy lesson. Here you go. This is a foot. <laughs> Different kind of show and tell than what I used to do. <laughs> like, yeah. So this, is, this gets me because we found the story on the National Enquirer, okay? And I'll leave you all to read the column. What I want to pick on, like, th this is really funny, okay? Um, 
where was it? Um, months later, the severed head was discovered in a Montreal park. Months later. And um, what's the other one? Oh, there's an, another one in there where, where they kind of went redundant on things, you know, like the month. Months later, severed head was found. Was discovered in a Montreal park. Months later. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, well, you know, it, it is the Inquirer. You know that, but you know they they bring out some very interesting news stories from time to time. Nobody covers, but you know yeah. they're not known for their top quality writing. Yeah. Uh, but... I would have loved being in Stephen Harper's office when they opened those suitcases or those parcels. You know, <laughs> another happy constituent. <laughs> but would the head not have made more sense? Well. No, because then Stephen Harper would actually be getting some head. <laughs> Instead of screwing us all over. Well, it could be this too, you know. Now, they, they say you use an ice pick. To... When I take out my big 10 inch. <laughs> Stop playing my songs. Um, they, please say sometime gay porn actor and male escort use an ice pick well what does he do the other times is he not gay not gay porn actor is he like a straight porn actor or what no he uses a butter knife <laughs> no 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 but you know, it's the, the thing is is it's always incomplete the news is always lacking and they only they only clip out the pieces that they think will be of interest to people I mean after all it's all about one liners these days anyway right um yeah Harass, he's being charged with harassing Canadian Prime Minister Stephen Harper. If that's the case, then fuck, the cops are going to be at my goddamn door because I harass that son of a bitch every fucking time I get. Won't most Canadians be uh, harassed uh, by the cops then? If that's if that's it, you get ar- arrested for harassing Harper? Yeah. I mean, what? Are, when we go to the polls and we don't vote for Harper, are we going to get arrested for harassing him then? Well, let's hope when we go to the polls that uh, he is voted out. We can hope. All right, well, that pretty much wipes that one off the planet. So I've got another interesting article here. This one here I tripped across, and uh, this came from another top-quality magazine, um, the Huffington Post. And it went after uh, Melissa Townsend, allegedly called 911 for one simple reason. She wanted to scare her kids, not realizing that, you know, it's kind of illegal to call the cops for something like that. But... She wanted to scare her kids straight, so she decided to call the cops to have them come do that. And <laughs> I, you know, her kids weren't listening to her, and they needed to learn respect, and they needed to learn from law enforcement and other, and otherwise are to. What? Let me read that line one more time. Dispatchers say Melissa Townsend of Beverly County explained that her kids, one and three, were not listening to me, and they need to learn respect, and they need to learn people in law enforcement, and otherwise are to have authority. They need to learn that lesson. Wow. I thought I wrote uh, poor poor sentences. Crickets. Please, please, dispatcher replied, we don't come out and scare kids. I see a new business here. <laughs> yeah. Hey, maybe we could go on Dragon Sand and get them to give us money. Hey, that would, that's a great one to pitch to. I want to run a business that people can call me up to come out and scare their kids straight. Spankers are us. <laughs> yeah, just when you show up with a couple of cat of nine tails of 
a leather bull whip, you know, all that kind of stuff, ball gags and that. They're going to go, holy fuck, what do we put our kids in for? <laughs> uh, what do you need the gags for? Then you won't, the neighbors won't hear and it won't have the effect you need. <laughs> <laughs> so at any rate, that's just an oddball story I tripped across. And I thought, you know, the world should be known and let known about this oddball stuff. Oh fuck! Yeah, but I'm oddball. Oh, wrong thing. Right. <laughs> this is this is this is so stupid that you know there are people out there that will do this. You know, yeah. call the cops. Well, can, my, my I thought you were talking about whipping people. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, we, we, we did we did degrade to that, but now we're back to the original story. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I mean, okay, your favorite show, Mister Nobody, cops. Oh yes, definitely my favorite show. <laughs> well. Okay, this chick ran up to the cops, flagged them down, and says, that woman just charged me 20 bucks for a rocket crack, and it's not crack. I want my money back. She stole it from me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call an intelligent criminal. And see, there's another, if you scroll down the same story, Towns is not the first person who police say, say has misunderstood the use of 911 yes. line. September, Robert Hagerman of Tampa, Florida, allegedly called the cops after his daughter refused to buy him a beer. Oh, that's well, got to be an article to follow. Though, come on. <laughs> it should have been a six-pack, not just a beer. <laughs> that same month, Mark Welch, also a Floridian, allegedly dialed 911 not once, but twice to report that his dreams were becoming reality. Oh, dear. <laughs> that, man, that man needs to be checked into uh, into some mental health, I think. <laughs> All depends on the dream. Well, yeah, that, that's what I was thinking. I mean, like, if it's some of my dreams that I'm having that are coming reality, great. If it's some of my dreams that are, uh, I'm having that I have been reality, not so fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> but this this Townsend woman was taken into custody, according to the Brevard County Sheriff's Office, and was charged with child neglect, battery on an officer, resisting an officer without violence, and three counts of probation violation. <laughs> probation. Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> she was on probation to boot. <laughs> wonder if that has anything to do with the crotch getting hit several times. I have no idea. <laughs> oh shit. I, I I don't know what we what we can talk about after this. Well, you know, we, we can we can move on to uh you know, welcome to the digital age. Um the digital age is rewiring our brains. And this is an interesting article that goes on and discusses about how, because of the Internet, our brain system and brain chemistry is starting to change in its function and how it works. And due to our so-called amounts of uh, multitasking, we're actually becoming less efficient and, and not as intelligent as we once were. How true. But on the other side of the coin, you know, the wheel changed. Most brain chemistry, okay? They didn't have to lug things long distance anymore. They made wagons. They put wheels on them. Of course it's going to fucking change the brain chemistry. It's called evolution. Ah, but is it evolution? Well, I mean, we're not turning into mutants. I mean, well, not God, yet, no. anyway. The, 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 pharmace the pharmaceuticals are working on that. Yeah, well, yeah, they got, won't well, spend money on the cure for cancer, but hey, let's take over people's minds. <laughs> yeah, but you got to look at one other thing here. The key thing is young people and even some of the older ones are forgetting how to write, how to basic communication skills, all because of this. That's right. But 
there's work for them at the National Enquirer. Ah, <laughs> uh, is that where they keep going? <laughs> or the Huffington Post. <laughs> ah. But on the bright but side... it's also affecting at... memories, um, because we don't remember nearly as much as we once did. Didn't you just say that? Did I say that? <laughs> I forgot what he said earlier. <laughs> But you got to remember, we are teaching the kids. These the, the videos and everything else are teaching kids new skills. How else do they walk into these schools and go driving down the highway at 390 miles an hour? You see the video with the bike? You only learn that on video games. <laughs> Where else do you learn how to drive down the middle of the middle of the road in between the cars, going the same direction at what 180 miles an hour on a motorcycle? And then uh, you know, of course. Well, you know, I, I saw this done on one of my video games where I, you know, I walked through this hall and I just started shooting people. So, hey, fuck yeah, I can do that. Yeah, that's a great one. Well, one of the things they found here is they found that four out of five 18 to 30-year-olds are unable to navigate anywhere without the aid of sat nav, without the aid of a sat nav device. That's actually pretty scary. It is. I mean, <clears throat> well, okay, we got to take into fact that. Some of those have got to be women, and women don't know how to use a fucking map if their life depended on it. <laughs> yeah, I'm so oh, glad we have fuck. such a large uh, female audience. <laughs> Viewers, that is cranky old bastard at. No, it, no it's, it's, ba cranky. It, it's bastard it's at. Cranky. It's cranky at the cranky old bastard. Oh, okay. Well, you can, you can, it's got to make sure those emails go in the right direction. <laughs> yeah. Goddamn, bring them on. You can, you can on. also email him directly at bastard at the cranky old bastard com too. <laughs> Yep. He's got. He's got two. Nope. Either way, <laughs> go ahead. Send it. You don't miss them. <laughs> Bastard sticks in the head much better. <laughs> Short and sweet. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, come on. The science has proven that women are worse drivers than men, especially Oriental women. Okay. Drive through Vancouver. Oh, uh, we're not going. We're not going, we're not going down that road again. Now we did that last episode. <laughs> we're not taking that one again. <laughs> Uh, come on, man. You just got to drive through fucking Victoria to find out just how bad these Oriental women drivers are. Oh, I know what your pet peeve is, dude, but we're just going to let that one slide. Oh, my, no, my pet peeve is Americans moving to Canada, but fuck. Well, you know, they got to escape They got to escape their, uh, their um, uh, uh, oppressive government somehow. But, uh, okay, so let's uh, go on to, uh, how about that we're hooked on the web. Well, fuck, that works great for us, okay? Oh, yeah. That's, that's, yeah, exactly, that's exactly why you wonderful listeners out there are listening to us. You're hooked on the web. I can just see see them with the uh, tourniquet around their arm going, I need more web, man. I need more web. <laughs> it is called crack, crack, face crack for a reason. Crack book. <clears throat> crack book. That's the other one, yeah. We're becoming less empathetic. Yes. Well, no. Okay, I got to disagree here. Americans are becoming more pathetic. No, no, not pathetic. Empathetic. Oh, okay. You mean there's a difference? Oh, yeah. <laughs> MRI scans have shown that when we read something closely, the areas of our brain that light up are not just those associated with attention, but also those involved in movement and touch. They suggest that we immerse ourselves in a piece of writing like a novel. We put ourselves in other people's shoes when we read something superficially. We don't. Well, go ahead. You you want to know what they you know the saying before you judge someone, walk a mile in their shoes. Yeah, if they right? fit. Yep. Well, there's a reason for that. A, you'll be a mile away, and B, you'll have his fucking shoes. 
<laughs> Alrighty then. Ah, we're 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 getting nowhere fast today. We're 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 really we're really grasping at straws tonight. Oh come on, it's not so bad. We have to have some fun with this. Oh yes. Well, you know, I really don't know what to do with it. It's well, I want to get on to this next story. This next story that we've got is interesting. Um, Which one is it? Oh, that's the uh, battle for free speech. Yeah. Now, up until when was it? Uh, this was just recently passed through the Canadian legislature, legislator, or the Canadian Parliament. We never had the right to free speech. We had the right to freedom of expression, but we never had the right to free speech. Now we do. And this is something, people, that we really got to fucking take notice of. Because now you can put out hate mail. You can put out all the hate stuff that you want. If you look at this article this, from this is, Magazine. This is very important. Yes. This chick weren't right in the front. Mm-hmm. She's got her iron cross and all that. She's got her white supremacist little badge there and all the fucking little cowards standing behind her covering her their faces. Oh no, I want to have my right to free speech, but you can't see my face. Yeah, well. well. And I mean... That's the right to be anonymous. Yeah, well... That's the right to be it, anonymous while having your free speech. That's right. I, I'm a firm believer that if you've got the, the balls to stand up for something, have the balls to show who you are. To be counted. Not to be anonymous. It, it means fuck all if you're anonymous. If you stand up and be counted, that means something. Mm. That's, why, that's why we're 100% accountable here on this show now, right? Fucking right. Okay. <laughs> people, people can write to me. I'll write them back. I'll stand accountable for what I say. Bastard hat, crankyoldbastard.com. <laughs> anyway, the, this was very important when it went through because previously the legislation around the um, Canadian Human Rights Act prevented you from putting out anything that could be considered uh, hate speech of any sort. And many people were charged and, mis- and wrongly charged, in my opinion, because they were putting out their opinions or their thoughts on something. And this has removed that and fortunately it went through very nice and neatly so you're saying that it's okay to put out stuff that incites hatred sure that's part of the price of living in a free country isn't it putting out stuff that incites you really opposite opinions in a free country. what's that you know I, I served for people's rights to have their beliefs that's right but I also served to make sure that people could feel safe in their own country and not have to put up with this bullshit of then, hate. Literature. Then they don't have to read it now, do they? Don't read it. Turn things That's off. Right. Look the other way. Close your ears. And if you want to, stand up and be counted. That's right. See? Yeah, but now if they do, they're going to be persecuted by these same hate groups. Yeah, but now we can also stand up and say stuff against those hate groups. That's it right. works both ways. It works both ways. It's, it's still, in my opinion, a bad fucking move. There should be... Yeah. Incidents against hate. Literature. There is, there is still the absolute hate stuff in the uh, in the law. There is still the true absolute hate incitement. But this is going after this is this went after to allow groups such as white supremacists to be able to put out their own propaganda and talk about their own belief systems without being persecuted. And not that I agree with them in any shape, way, shape, or form, but I still they should still be allowed their own particular point of view. 
Okay, so I, I've done some research into my family history, and you can tell me that when you find out that some of your relatives died in the fucking ovens in World War II. I still would. I still would, man. And I'd still think that's, a, that's the opinion of an ass. Well, it might be the opinion of an ass, but it's the opinion of a person who believes ultimately in the power of free speech. I, I've got the power of a free rifle, so... Your free speech gets my free rifle. Ah, well, if you go that route, I'll get my own free rifles, too. And that's when we yeah, well, escalate I'll, it right up into I'll, a war. How's that? <laughs> well, then I'll get myself a semi-automatic machine gun. And then you'll get it up. I, like I said, it escalates right on up the, it escalates right on up the chain. So let's... I'll get a fully automatic machine gun with a CD-ROM and a 50-terabyte hard drive and automatic poke, poking in the eye I thing. Like furry animal scream. She's a going hunting. We're gonna kill something. I don't care what it is. That's the one. <laughs> uh, we we do need something in place to Brian. We need something in place to prevent hate hate literature. There is there is something in place to control certain limits of hate literature, but there are but now people have more of the freedoms they deserve. I guess you can get real technical and look at it. It just allows people to do, for example, political cartoonists. There's the perfect one. And that, that is ones that have been, have been persecuted under the Human Rights Act in Canada. Yep, precisely. Uh, well, Give them a little bit of... <laughs> Sorry, uh, twisted wisdom from up north. I cut you off there. That's all right. It wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> well, this is going to be an area that it's going to be hotly debated and if it's such a good thing why did it have to be snuck through it at night it did get snuck through it just came through yeah it, it got snuck through at 9 35 p.m on june 6th by a vote of 153 to 136 half the fucking people weren't there and it got fucking just slid in okay now all that has to happen is a rubber stamp and it becomes law that's right this this is the kind of bullshit that pisses me off because this is the kind of shit that should be done out front and in the open and let the the public in on it and let them know what the fuck it, is going on. It's kind of nice to see something good be done in the dark of night aside from passing other stupid laws in the, in the dark of night. Uh, Look at it this way. Freedom of speech is not necessarily what you and I may always want it to be, but it has to be all the way across. Freedom for all sides. And Otherwise, we're defeating the purpose. And if we want to take it one step further in that, your wonderful uh, f- comments about female drivers falls right into that same category, dude. No, I'm just a misogynist. Like I said, it still, <laughs> it still falls into that same category of free speech. Uh, glad to see other people watch certain shows. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta change my name to Charlie. <laughs> anyway, okay. Next, next. Okay, because if if we stay here, we're just gonna get stuck on it and keep going and going and going. <laughs> All right. Well, there is one other piece that goes with this. It's what was Section 13 and why was it important. And this is a nice rundown from the Canadian Human Rights Commission as to what it was and why it was important in the history of Section 13 and then how it got removed from the system. It was actually just one clause in there and it was, it was largely, this was done largely from the actions on folks in Toronto and uh, pushed through. So, 
Okay, so 13.1 is a discriminatory practice for a person or a group of persons acting in concert to communicate telephonically or to cause to be so communicated repeatedly in whole or in part by means of the facilities of a telecommunication undertaking within the legislative authority of Parliament. Any matter that is likely to expose a person mm-hmm. or persons to hatred or contempt by reason of the fact that persons of, or those person or those persons are in shall, shall we shall we take that section that piece right there and fall back to your first comments on oriental drivers in vancouver shall i finish no i wanted to i wanted to cut you off at that point because that was important you read that paragraph you let me finish then we debate it <laughs> hmm. uh, he, he only listens to what he wants to hear of course doesn't, that's my own doesn't pay anything else Got his goddamn fucking head stuck up in its ass, and see that's what you get when you raise your child to be a pagan. <laughs> uh, stuck up. He, his far is so head so far up his ass that his outlook on life is shitty. Yeah, fuck you. Okay, so go ahead back to it. I won't cut you off this time. No, I'll let you go through it. We're done. <clears throat> Next is the. Industry really shooting itself in the foot. <laughs> I, I love how when I when I do something that you just when I do something that makes a valid point, you just decide to move on. It's not valid. <laughs> My point was very valid. I, no, it's not. Uh, I'm not telling everybody to hate Oriental drivers. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. You are I'm doing exactly what it said here. You are repeatedly acting and promoting in whole or in part. An opinion. I am stating an opinion. But that opinion, that opinion under Section 13 could have been used to prosecute you. No, it could not. It have could. Because I, did not, I did not incite anybody to hate Oriental drivers. I now hate Oriental your, drivers. Your, your, your tone of voice did. Your tone of voice did. The fact of the way you presented it forward it did incite that. Exact things. No, it did. It did. It did an opinion as to how... Okay, and women- that is the same, the same way that all the other groups phrase their stuff. This is our opinion. And they should be, and they should be charged under this, under this non-existent the- section, which is thankfully gone. They, they phrase it that you have to hate these people. I never told anybody to hate Oriental drivers. <laughs> I never told anybody to hate women drivers. I've never told anybody to hate anyone except Americans. Yeah. <laughs> That's because Americans fucking deserve it. <laughs> they get their fucking heads out of their ass. Then you know, I've met some great Americans. They're great one on one, but when you get them fucking herding together, they get this holier than thou fucking attitude, and that's why most of the world dislikes Americans. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <clears throat> shall, shall we go on about the difference about inciting? Hatred, uh, expressing opinion, or shall we go on with the copyright industry? Ah, we can move on to the copyright industry. We could, we could continue, but you don't sound like you really want to anymore. No, because I, I made my point. Oh, okay. Now he stated his opinion. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, we've got some to follow up with this, and this is still in the same vein. This is on the copyright industry and how that they actually are destroying their own livings and shooting themselves in the foot with what they're attempting to do. Yeah, they are. And it's absolutely fucking ridiculous. I mean, they're making money from 
things like Netflix and all that. But they they're bitching about it as well. Oh well, it's you know it's taking money out of our pockets. Well, no, it's not. You know, the movie's run in the theater. It's been out on video. You know, now it's time to move on to Netflix. Yeah. Maybe people don't want to own the fucking movie. Maybe like The Hobbit, it was so badly done that you know it didn't follow the book, didn't follow the story at all. That people are just like, oh fuck, you know, I'll watch it when it comes out on Netflix. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's quite possible. Yeah, and the, the biggest thing, the uh, copyright industry, and this is not just for movies, as you're discussing. This falls into music, books, and everything else. Most of them just don't seem to comprehend, or they refuse to understand what the Internet is and how it works. And they refuse to understand the simple fact that, on the whole, the vast majority of people will happily pay for a product if they think it's of value. And they will easy, they will pay for it provided you make it easy for them to pay for it. If you make it difficult, they will steal it, or they will take it from uh, torrents or wherever else they can get it. And the best example I got of that was uh, what the oatmeal did in a comic. And everyone knows who the oatmeal is, right? Nope. No, you should go to oatmeal.com. It is a great comic. Sure. Hmm. He's lots of fun. Anyway, one of his comics, he started to strip out. The guy is going to sit down, and he was going to watch um, uh, Game of Thrones. And, of course, it was already off the TV, so you couldn't get it. So he goes, ah, well, oh, iTunes will have it. Goes to iTunes. iTunes don't have it. Oh, Netflix. Nope. Hulu. And he went to all of them. Couldn't find it anywhere. And it was just driving him nuts. And, you know, he's got one devil on, oh, little devils on his shoulder, a devil and the angel, and the angel saying, hey, you got to pay for it. Got to pay for it. devil saying, ah, fuck it. Here. Little, little thing shows him how to torrent, and he torrents it, and next thing he knows, he's downloading and watching it. But he did try to find it and pay for it, but he couldn't. As a nice example. Well, um, yeah, I, I understand that. I mean, uh, Adobe, because it was having problems with Photoshop CS2, yeah. actually turned around and was allowing people free use of it. They supplied the, the serial number and everything. And because it, it was so so easy to hack into, yeah. that they just said, you know what, we can't fix this problem. Let's turn around and just let people have it for free. Since using uh, Photoshop CS2, I've now joined this thing where I I lease Photoshop six. Yes. They 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 made it easier for you to pay it, and you'll notice that even even Microsoft has joined the monthly monthly rental thing for their software. Starting with uh, Office 2013, you can you can le- you can get that for ten bucks a month. That's good, because I mean people people are going to get it one way or the other. That's right. Now, when you start, I mean most of the people who are taking it. Illegally, are students. That's true. Okay. And once they actually get into business and they find, well, you know, I need a legal copy of this because I need to do all this stuff. And if I'm using a legal copy of it, then I can't do it. That's when they decide, okay, it's time, time to buy it. Now, when other companies turn around and say, well, well let's make it easier, then they're going to find that their revenues will go up. Mm-hmm. And once these movie companies figure out, you know, instead of, putting the movie straight out to theater, we have a pay-per-view channel mm-hmm. on it. 
that's going to make it easier for them to make money. Well, look what, look what Netflix has done. Netflix is changing the way people get their TV series. Look what they did with House of Cards. Okay, yep. It's actually a pretty decent series. I've watched it all already. But they've done what every other agency is afraid to do. If we put it all out there, we won't get all our advertising revenue. Why, why, why? Where Netflix went, fuck it. Here, here's all 13 episodes. Download them at your leisure. You know, and it actually increased when before Netflix and this shows this shows what people think of it by looking at their stock. Before Netflix released that, their stock value was less than 120 a share. Now it's back up to 170 a share. You know, and it's like poof, they're doing they're doing things that are pushing the envelope and changing the way we get uh, video information and this is going to happen for books as well as um as well as uh, well the music industry's already mostly started to catch up to it yep it's really hard now to go out and buy a, a new album when the artists are putting it out digitally straight to digital yeah they're putting it out straight to digital what's really nice some 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 artists the ones that aren't tied into some stupid ridiculous contract you can go pay them directly and they get all the freaking money yeah. I mean, David Bowie was the first one to do yeah. that. You know what else is happening it's, with artists, too, and with their concerts? Ticketmaster is going to be taking a nosedive before very long because the artists are saying, why the fuck am I paying you? I can sell my tickets directly on my website myself. Yeah. Charge less for it and sell them out and sell out and make more money. Less overhead makes sense. That's there. There's been several artists that have t had done that in the last couple of years. They've just completely bypassed ticket agencies and sold the tickets directly on their own website for their shows. I can't think of any off the top of my head right now, but I did read about a few recently. But now that that actually is going to screw up venues like our own Memorial Center because they've got the ticket office right there, and so they're going to want that piece of of the action. You want to play in our. But, I, I imagine I imagine the artist still has to pay the venue their share of the ticket revenue. But the thing is, is they don't have to pay that that extra cut to someone like Ticketmaster, who also yeah. charges a ridiculous fee on top of that. And that one always blew me away. Uh, a company goes, hey, we can sell tickets to people, and we can charge an extra 10 bucks on top of it for them to have the privilege of buying the tickets from us instead of going to the box office and getting them. Yeah. <laughs> that one always blew me away. <laughs> And of course, people were stupid enough to do people it. Were stupid enough to fall for it. <laughs> everything, see, everything revolves around the fact that, on a whole, people are gullible. That's true. Okay, you you sound make something sound too good to be true, and people want the it. Pet Rock is the it, best example in the world of that. <laughs> the Pet Rock, the Mood Ring. And the Mood Ring was sort of useful. At least it was a ring, a small decoration. The Pet Rock was <laughs> yeah. the Pet Rock was nothing but a fucking rock in a box. Now we we've got uh, a mutual friend there, Mister Nobody, that lives up on a mountain. Mm. And if you drive up that the road to that mountain, there's this guy. He's got a sign out the front of his lawn: "Free Range Pet Rocks, <laughs> all sizes available." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, that's that. That's got to be the great. That the pet rock still has to stand to this day as the greatest example of marketing ever. Oh yeah. That and oh fuck. Let's see what else was there. Um, chia pet. Chia well, pets. Chia pets are still kind of cool to look at when you can actually get them to work. And you can eat them. Yeah, if you grow the right herbs on them. 
Yeah. Um, teeny, what are those little things with all the little beads in them? Oh, I'm talking about absolutely useless items, such as a These fucking rock are in a box. Useless. Think it, what yeah. is more useless than a rock in a box? A dick at a dike convention. <laughs> you never know, man. You, could, <laughs> you, 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 feed them, you feed them the right drugs, you might be able to turn them. At least for a night. Okay. So anyway, so the, no, the that, well, that's, uh, okay. the copyright, you know, copyright is important. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a content producer, and I, co- copyright is important to me. Uh, but I understand how the internet works on it, and why, and why, and how copyright should work. So this is this is nice to see more and more stuff coming up on copyright. The unfortunate thing is is the copyright culture of the big corporations is not changing fast enough. And hopefully it will change soon completely. Well, as as a artist that puts stuff up on the internet, you know, I make sure that there's the, the copyright warning, and it doesn't stop people. Right. Just, oh, you're never gonna fucking find if people me. are gonna. Well, st- guess what? I, I've caught a couple. Well, you can catch them. There's lots of ways to catch them. But if people are gonna steal it, they're gonna steal it. This is a simple yeah. fact. This is, in fact, this has been proven by several movie producers, independent producers, and independent book publishers. They've proven that they've actually made more money when they put their stuff up and gave it away free and asked for donations back than when they tried to charge for it. And of course, with the movie industry, you know, they release movies <clears throat> into Taiwan and that a couple of days before they release them here. Which... And people people walk into the theaters in Taiwan with a fucking camcorder, mm-hmm. and then they make all these fucking pirated DVDs. Like, let's not blame us for the fact that people in Taiwan and Philippines and that shit are going into the theaters with these camcorders. Yeah. And videotaping your movie, you're blaming us for. It. I've seen some of those some of those torrents, man. That's like really piss poor way to watch a movie. Oh fuck yeah, yep. <laughs> Especially like when you're you're trying to watch some good old fashioned porn. <laughs> it wouldn't be my wouldn't be my first choice for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on, you tell me you don't watch porn? No, no it's, you're a fucking liar. No, it's true. You're a fucking liar. I used to live with you. I found your porn collection. Oh, yeah, sure you did. <laughs> okay, well, that uh, I know you watch porn because you took some from my collection. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the copyright industry, though, is shooting itself in the foot, and they are fortunately starting to see the light of day and change. Now, this next story here, <clears throat> actually, a couple of stories here. Uh, my my top favorite. While the U.S. Border Patrol protects their country against <clears throat> invasions and terrorists and other things, Missiles. what is their top thing they often go after, especially people coming from Canada? It is that <laughs> ultimate weapon of mass destruction, the Kinder Egg. That's right. And do you yep. know why it's outlawed in the States? Because it's good toys. No, because their kids are too stupid to understand that you don't swallow that big giant plastic pill in the center of the chocolate. Ah. Has something to do with everybody down there sticks everything in their mouth. 
and you wonder why I love Southern hospitality. <laughs> so anyway, this this came to light last year when a couple of guys going back to Seattle after a weekend trip to uh, Vancouver, they seen that wonderful Kinder Egg that we have up here, which is a you know a toy. It's it's a chocolate egg with a toy in the center, and the toy is you know for the most part. You know, a piece of crap, but kids love them for some reason. The toy is inside this giant yellow uh, pill thing, which is... Looks like a jelly bean. It, it's actually pretty huge. Uh, it's a Mexican jelly I know, because right? my kids get Kinder Eggs at least once a week, and... Uh, and it's it, but but according to U.S. law, pe- people are not they're not allowed to sell any product, food product that has a non-food product inside it. And I finally understood why when I was growing up in the states. One day, all the toys that used to be inside cereal boxes just disappeared. It was because- hey, hey, Mister. Hey, mister, I got some nice Kinder surprises here, mister. Do you want to buy yeah, some? Yeah, well, I guess they they consider it a choking hazard, and I'm thinking if a kid's choking on that, man, he's awful fucking stupid. Okay, I make you deal. I'm not sell you my si- I'm not sell you the Kinder. I sell you my sister. She comes with a Kinder. Mm. He comes with a Kinder. <laughs> oh, two Kinder. mister. <laughs> Anyway, these, these two these two men spent the more than two hours in the detention center at Canadian border after at the Canadian border crossing, after border agents discovered the illegal chocolate eggs in their car, and I guess there's a six thousand dollar fine per egg. Well, no wonder they're making money on this. What do they find? Like sixty thousand Kinder eggs from travelers' baggage over what in two thousand eleven? Well, what's funny is like, what do they do with these fucking things? And you know what? People could actually make a claim for them back if they wanted to. Have you seen some of those border control people? <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> yeah. You're never gonna see that egg. Again. That's where that, <laughs> That's where those eggs are going into those large bellies. <laughs> you know, smoking these. Vaporizers. You want to get the juice, the good juice from the states. You contact them. You tell them to mar- label the box as personal lubricant. <laughs> Border Patrol won't open it. Huh. I'll try that next time. <laughs> yeah, they've did, they've they've been determined to present a choking hazard to young children," said a spokesman for U.S. Department of Customs and Border Protection. Well. What is that? Uh, survival of the fittest and, and Darwin's theory of evolution? Yeah, well, if you're choking, <laughs> like this egg in the inside, it actually measures two inches in length and an inch and a half in diameter. You know, that's an awful big item to swallow. This, this goes back to them <clears throat> slowly outlawing ah, just Darwin suicide. Awards. Slowly outlawing what? The Darwin Awards. Ah, yep. Are they outlawing okay, the Dar- they, Darwin Awards? Well, well, no, they're, they're slowly legislating the Darwin Awards out of existence. Oh, okay. oh I see what it is. Your okay, kid, Your kid's got to wear a bike helmet. You can't have Kinder Surprise. You've got to do this. You've got to do that. Well, for fuck's sakes, man. Whatever happened to fucking natural selection? Well, whatever happened yep. to educating your children? I mean, these, these oh, eggs on. are enjoyed freely across Canada and across all of Europe, because that's where they came from, is Europe. The only country in the world that they're illegal in is the U.S., that's because Hershey's doesn't make it. <laughs> Seriously, that's got to be it. Hershey's doesn't make it. Yeah, no, it's McDonald's and their kid toys. Mm, yeah, it could be. Who knows? Yeah, but they, They've sent this woman a, a seven-page letter asking for her permission to destroy yes, it. Yes, they did. That, that, that's, that's bureaucracy <laughs> at its fucking finest. 
Oh fuck! This that's the that's the second article. The woman who was crossing over in the Toronto area somewhere, and and uh, they 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 took her Kinder egg and didn't find her, but you know took her Kinder egg. <laughs> you can smuggle dope all you want, but don't bring across that little chocolate fucking don't be egg. Smuggling those Kinder eggs, man. Those are massive weapons of destruction. <laughs> Yeah, so and that that if you look at the story, there's a little note on one of the external link where it says external links down at the bottom. It says no, CBC does not endorse and is not responsible for the content 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 of external sites. Links will open a new window. I thought they were going to say is not responsible and do not endorse Kinder eggs. <laughs> They're just not responsible and don't endorse themselves. How's that? <laughs> oh, it is a CBC. That's true. Not much. Not much mind, far behind you, the BBC. Mind you, I do. I actually do have something good to say about the, the CBC. Mm. They did a um, a week long thing about troops returning home from different time periods, Ooh. and they actually interviewed me on the phone. They interviewed me, and they ran my un- interview in CBC Winnipeg. Oh, cool! And uh, they were actually getting very in depth with things. Oh, cool! We need a we need a link and, to that. Um, I will find one as soon as I can, and then I'll post it up. All right, so we've got another article that is related to food and related to uh, what happens to people, dumb Americans. Well, dumb Americans, but it's spreading across the, the world. And this is particularly noted in the states who have the Disabilities Act. And what they're doing in the states is they're looking at classifying food allergies as a disability. And if they do this, this could make restaurants super liable for everything that's being served, whether people tell them they have allergies or not. And this is kind of a crazy case of the federal disabilities law in the states going crazy and being misapplied and the misapplication of what a disability is, in my opinion on it, anyway. Whatever happened to the days of buyer beware? Um, That went out when the nanny state came in, starting about 1981 or 82, when the nanny state started coming into existence. They legislated out the buyer beware. And the uh, blame it state, you know, blame it on somebody else. It's not my fault. I can't take responsibility for being an idiot. Yeah, yeah I, sorry, I didn't see the coffee. I didn't think that you know the coffee would be hot when it spilled on oh, my yeah, lap. I didn't order hot coffee. I wanted it fucking cold. What the hell? They serve me hot coffee. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or what the hell do you mean? I was uh, you know using this uh, against the uh, owner's manual. How, how was I supposed to know? Was I like supposed to read it or something? You mean I'm not supposed to? wire a can of beans in my engine block yeah. I read it on a website somewhere so that's a great way to heat them up yeah oh you mean you had to open the can first oh shit damn that's what we forgot forgot to do there Billy Joe Bob yeah well see what this what this does though is this this is if they do that the restaurants would be responsible for everyone that eats there whether they know if they have an allergy or not and can you imagine a restaurant trying to comply with all the um, allergies that occur with different people? What oh, about fuck, schools? I, I'd be going to the Olive Garden like you would not fucking believe. 
I'm allergic to yeah, all there of you them. go. Well, <laughs> yeah, schools too. This is what one of this article goes into. It talks about college and universities being especially vulnerable because they they are supposed to know their students and require them to eat on campus. Well, yeah, but I'm talking even the younger schools, younger yeah. kids. You know, I mean, heck, we send kids to school with all the different foods. What, now we're all liable? Well, there's another thing, well, too. You know, would I be liable if what I pack in my kid's lunch and he shares it with the kid in his classroom that has a peanut allergy? I mean, yeah, well, we're already told, well, you're sorry, this school can't allow peanut butter sandwiches because we have one person who has a peanut yeah. allergy. Yep. You know, it's. I heard a comic say this. I thought it was really funny at the time, and it's really true. Don't get too attached to the kid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> little Bill, little Billy takes a peanut butter sandwich to school one day, and he eats it in a you, little you bit of spit. Clar- you need to clarify that up just a little bit. We only heard the second half of it. Okay, little Billy goes no, no, to school no, no. one day with a. Peanut Why wouldn't you get attached to him? Well, if, if they've got a peanut allergy, that's if, what you're. If, if that allergy is that yeah. bad, the kid's not going to fucking survive for oh, long. Oh, there you go. Now you need to do that. Well, see, I, I figured it was a no. Bird, you, you, you didn't. Know? You didn't. You didn't state the whole thing in the beginning. Well, no, I, I did. You just didn't pick up on what I was inferring. Like, if little Jimmy is that allergic to peanuts, then don't get used to the little fucker because he's not going to be around for that. Brains. Keep going. Don't call me shit for brains. <laughs> <laughs> if there's anyone who's a shit for brains around here, it's you. I mean. What do you expect? The guy sets up his best friend with his ex-wife just so he can get her off his back. <laughs> can you hear that? <laughs> yes. Yeah, but the problem is your ex-wife is not smarter than anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Serves you right. Uh, I will get even with you for that. Anyways, going back to this whole food allergy thing, okay? Little Billy goes to school, and he's got a peanut butter sandwich that he ate yesterday at home. It was a Sunday, and he had a peanut butter sandwich. And a little bit gets caught in his teeth because, you know, he didn't brush his teeth too well. And he goes up to this little kid, let's call him Jimmy, who's severely allergic to peanuts. And he starts talking, and this little bit of peanut butter flies out, hits Jimmy. Jimmy takes it in and has a sudden fucking seizure. Well, guess what? Bye-bye, Jimmy. But they want to hold the parents of the kid that had the peanut butter at home responsible. Mm -hmm. Well, sure, they didn't wash and bathe their kid properly. (laughs) Yeah, well... Who cares that the kids start to fuck <laughs> They didn't find it on the internet and their memory was bad, remember? <laughs> See, I forgot already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so at any rate though, it is it is this is this is this could be a serious thing and this could eventually spread to other places. I mean, uh, of course most of the stupidity starts in the US and spreads to the rest of the globe. Although a lot of it seems to be starting in Europe these days. Well, 
I think U.S. has had enough stupidity for this millennium, you know, to last. They had eight years of George W. Bush. I think that's well, enough for they've anybody. They've had four and a half years of uh, of Obama so far, so they weren't they weren't finished with their stupidity yet. Yeah, well, he's in my opinion, Obama's at least a half a step of above George yeah, W. Yeah, but when you when you start out at uh, a millimeter high, half a step up isn't that much. <laughs> so okay, next next up. Uh, Speaking of George W., the next article is a dying vet's fuck you letter to George Bush and Dick Cheney. Oh, this ought to be good. It, need, it says it needs to be read by every American. I think it needs to be read by every fucking one. Okay? Two, George W. Bush and Dick Cheney from Thomas Young. I wrote this letter on the 10th anniversary of the Iraq War on behalf of my fellow Iraq War veterans. I write this letter on behalf of the 4,488 soldiers and Marines who died in Iraq. I write this letter on behalf of the hundreds of thousands of veterans who have been wounded and on behalf of those whose wounds, physical and psychological, have destroyed their lives. I'm one of those gravely wounded. I was paralyzed in an insurgent ambush in 2004 in Sadar City. My, wife is, my life is coming to an end. I'm living under hospice care. I write this letter on behalf of thousands and wives, or sorry, on behalf of husbands and wives who have lost their spouses, on behalf of children who have lost a parent, on behalf of the fathers and mothers who have lost sons and daughters, and on behalf of those who care for the many thousands of my fellow veterans who have brain injuries. I write this letter on behalf of those veterans whose trauma and self-revulsion of what they have witnessed, endured, and done in Iraq have led to suicide, and on behalf of the active duty soldiers and Marines who commit, on average, a suicide a day. I write this letter on behalf of the, of the some one million Iraqi dead, and on behalf of the country's Iraq, Iraqi wounded, countless Iraqi wounded. I write this letter on behalf of us all, the human detritus your war has left behind those who will not spend their lives in unending pain and grief or who will spend their lives in unending pain and grief sorry I write this letter my last letter to you Mr. Bush and Mr. Cheney I write not because I think your grasp of the terrible human and moral consequences of your lies manipulation and thirst for wealth and power I write this letter because before my own death I want to make it clear that I and hundreds of thousands of my fellow veterans, along with millions of my fellow citizens, along with hundreds of millions more in Iraq and the Middle East, know fully who you are and what you have done. You may evade justice, but in our eyes, you are each guilty of egregious war crimes, of plunder, and finally of murder, including the murder of thousands of young Americans, my fellow veterans, whose future you stole. Your position of authority, your millions of dollars of personal wealth, your public relations consultants, your privilege and your power cannot mask the hollowness of your character. You sent us to fight and die in Iraq after you, Mr. Cheney, dodged the draft in Vietnam, and you, Mr. Bush, went AWOL from your National Guard unit. Your cowardice and selfishness were established decades ago. You were not willing to risk yourselves for our nation, but you send hundreds of thousands of young men and women to be sacrificed in a senseless war with no more thought than it takes to put out the garbage. I joined the army two days after the 9-11 attacks. 
I joined the army because our country had been attacked. I want to strike back at those who killed some 3,000 of my fellow citizens. I did not join the army to go to Iraq, a country that had no part in the September 2001 attacks and did not pose a threat to its neighbors, much less to the United States. I did not join the army to liberate Iraqis or to shut down mythical weapons of mass destruction. Facilities are to implant what you cynically called democracy in Baghdad and the Middle East. I did not join the army to rebuild Iraq, which at the time you told us could be paid for by the Iraqis, Iraqi oil revenue. Instead, this war has cost the United States over $3 trillion. I especially did not join the army to carry out preemptive war. Preemptive war is illegal under international law. And as a soldier in Iraq, I was. I, know, I now know abetting your idiocy and your crimes, the Iraq war was the largest strategic blunder in U.S. history. It obliterated the balance of power in the Middle East. It installed a corrupt and brutal pro-Iranian government in Baghdad, one cemented in power through the use of torture, death squads, and terror. And it has left Iran as a dominant force in the region. On every level, moral, strategic, military, and economic, Iraq was a failure. It was and it was you, Mr. Bush and Mr. Cheney, who started this war. It is you who should pay the consequences. I would not be writing this letter if I'd been wounded fighting in Afghanistan against those forces that carried out the attacks of 9-11. I'd been wounded there, I'd still be miserable because of my physical deterioration and imminent death. But I would at least have the comfort of knowing that my injuries were consequences of my own decision to defend the country I love. I would not have to lie in my bed, my body filled with painkillers, my life ebbing away, and deal with the fact that hundreds of thousands of human beings, including children, including myself, were sacrificed by you for little more than the greed of oil companies, for your alliance with the oil sheiks in Saudi Arabia and your insane visions of empire. I have, like many other disabled veterans, suffered from the inadequate and often inept care provided by the Veterans Administration. I have, like many other disabled veterans, come to realize that our mental and physical wounds are of no interest to you, perhaps of no interest to any politician. We were used, we were betrayed, and we have been abandoned. You, Mr. Bush, must make much pretense of being a Christian, but isn't lying a sin? Isn't murder a sin? Aren't theft and selfish ambitions sin? I'm not a Christian, but I believe in the Christian ideal. I believe that what you do to the least of your brothers, your family, you do to yourself, you do to your soul. My day of reckoning is upon me. Yours will come. I hope that you will be put on trial, but mostly I hope, for your sakes, that you will find the moral courage to face what you have done to me and to many, many others who deserve to live. I hope that before your time on earth ends, as mine is now ending, you will find the strength of character to stand before American public and the world, and in particular the Iraqi people, and beg for forgiveness. Thomas Young. Interesting. Good letter. Very good letter. Very as as a vet, it's a very touching letter. And um, I, I love the way that he put everything. He didn't curse. He didn't use slander in any way he just stated the yeah. truth <clears throat> for the most part and it uh, I don't think I could find anything in there that isn't um, the truth the part about Iraq or Afghanistan they never well, they never attacked <laughs> the United States but that's a whole nother story 
That's where Bin Laden was hiding Bin Laden at the time. Attacked the United States. Anyone who still believes that some old fucking man in a cave with a laptop coordinated the events of 20 morons with box cutters and took down uh, towers made of steel with airplane fuel um, is an idiot. Uh, no, but you see... Hey, listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to what? The only planes that flew on the day that all flights in and out of America were supposed to be grounded were carrying well, the... Uh, yeah, that family. that was an escape after the fact. That was that was an irrelevant that was an irrelevant side piece to it. I mean, what else happened when those towers went down? Has anyone ever found out what happened to the twenty some millions of dollars that disappeared in financial transactions that were on the hard drives that were collected from the basement? No, of no, course. they never found out. And those hard drives, you know, they went to a company in Germany which was capable of. Uh, deciphering and cleaning them up, but before that company could figure out what was on those drives, that company was bought out by a massive conglomerate. <laughs> so anyway, anyone who believes that the United States was attacked by 20 morons with box cutters is an idiot. Oh. i still going to defend this guy's letter. I'll defend letter. his letter. I will defend his letter. It was very well written, very well put, and very well done from his own point of view and his own knowledge. I will acknowledge it was a wonderful piece, and it is true for the most part. He just didn't understand all the facts of some of the things behind it, which is okay. Most people no. don't understand the facts of what happened to the United States in 2001. No, the, it was a war declared on the U.S. by the That's U.S. Right. That 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 I will agree with you. The United States attacked itself. Now, I really hope that this and there's a picture of um, Thomas Young at the bottom of that letter, mm -hmm. and uh, I hope that when he went to meet his meet his maid, meet his maker, he did so with a clear conscience, and whatever his beliefs I'd were, he did. I, I hope that he is resting well wherever I'd he say is. He did. Okay, now I want to bring up something of a, a true hero, something you don't hear of very often. Right here in Victoria, fire chief pulls unconscious girl who was nine years old from a View Royal house fire. A young girl was dragged from a burning View Royal home in a serious condition in a Vancouver hospital on Thursday night. We did everything we could to save the little girl, said View Royal fire chief Paul Hurst. She was alive this morning, so hopefully she pulls through. It's it's very emotional. Katrina Van Winkle, 9, in serious condition but stable in BC's Children's Hospital, spokeswoman Mar Marissa Nicini said, um, da -da 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 -da. The girl's grandmother and great-grandmother were also injured in the fire early Thursday. 911 call from within the house was cut off abruptly, but Sandage fire dispatchers were able to get enough information to send V Royal firefighters to the fire. Flames were shooting out the back windows of the 2,000 square foot single family rancher when crews, including Colwood Fire Department, West Shore, CMP, and BC Ambulance Services arrived at, and I'm not going to put out the, yeah. the address, it's there if anybody wants to read. The girl's 78 year old great grandmother was on her hands and knees inside the basement door, screaming that her baby was in the house. We had to pull her out, and she w she was quite determined, he said. She wanted to go in for the child. There was zero chance she could make it. We grabbed her and pulled her out. 
The girl's grandmother, 58, was found unconscious on the front doorstep. On hearing that the girl was last seen in her basement bedroom, the firefighters, blinded by black smoke and engulfed in 700 degrees Celsius heat, headed to the home's lower floor, where they knocked down the fire and searched for her. She was found on the main floor in the living room hallway, Hearst said. West Shore RCMP Sergeant Max Folsom said that the fire chief rushed, rushed into the inferno with no equipment and dragged the little girl out. It shows you that what some people do to save a life. He was our hero. Without Paul there, I don't think the outcome would have been, or I don't know what the outcome would have been. Hearst and another firefighter dragged the girl, who didn't have a pulse, into the front lawn. Hearst resuscitated her, and she was airlifted to Vancouver. Everyone at the fire was responsible for the girl's rescue, the fire chief said. The guys did absolutely what they were supposed to do, and everything went seamlessly, Hearst said. Everything that they have trained for and everything they have practiced, everything worked. The fire is believed to have started in the basement laundry room as a result of material stored too close to a baseboard heater. Damage is estimated at about $200,000, Hearst said. A smoke alarm was found on the main floor, but due to damage from the fires, it's not yet known whether there was one in the basement. Next-door neighbors Steve and Jessica Sutherland would take from, were awakened by fellow neighbor Steve England, who reportedly heard the crackle of the fire and the sirens. I looked out and I saw the fire, said Steve Sunderland. It was almost at my house. The couple bundled up their five-month-old infant and fled. The, the chief who rushed in with no protective equipment, should be, he should be given both the Queen's Jubilee Medal and the Order of Canada. In my opinion... That man is a true hero. He, he waded in without any thought to himself and did what people will say, well, that's his job to do. Well, it's not his job to go in there with absolutely no protective equipment. He found out that there was a girl in there that needed help, and he went in. Well, that's always a good thing, and more of those I, stories should definitely be out in the out in the, out in the public. But unfortunately, they don't because they're not as entertaining. No, exactly. And what does that say about us as as a whole? You know, we get more entertainment from reading about grisly murders, and like <clears throat> this would have got bigger coverage if the girl oh, had yeah. died. Yes, and that's that's the unfortunate thing about our media is that the media. It goes back to what's that? What's that song? Um, you know the song. Come on, you're the rock and roll nut. Oh yeah, I, I know the song. Um, I can't get it in my head. That's all right. It's what it's it the one that talks about the uh, the media. A, I forget it. It's uh, it's unimportant. <laughs> anyway, um, one of the other headlines, you know, and this is from the Times Colonist, or as I like to call it, the Times Communist. Uh, about a week ago, there was a um, cyclist hit at uh, Bay and Blanchard. And just as the revolving uh, headlines go by, it says, um, quad driver killed in crash near Nanaimo. Yeah. Uh, that cyclist injured at, cyclist hit at Bay and Blanchard dies. Uh, yeah. Cyclist injured at Bay and Blanchard dies. Well, like, it, it, that's going to generate more interest than the fact that this guy ran in and saved this mm -hmm. little girl. Yeah, it will. It's fucking sickening. You people piss me off because you're all fucking stupid. Ah, yes, but better to be pissed off than to be pissed on. Unless you're into that sort of thing. <laughs> 
Not really, you know. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Gotta bring some levity oh, here yeah. somehow. Most certainly. Levity, yeah. Levity is great. Like brevity with an L. However, I will give you one thing, and that is fire, firemen, policemen, a lot of them, they truly are the heroes versus some of our athletes and, and, and celebrities who we the claim celebrities. to be heroes. That's I, right. I agree. And, you know, I make a, a point of, you know, if I see a cop having a, a copy or something, or a firefighter, you know, it, I, I see them, like, they've just responded to something and they're wrapping things up, and you can tell that the emergency's over, and even our service members, I make it a point that, to go up to at least one of them a day and say, you know, you guys do a thankless job, and I just want to let you guys know that it's not completely thankless. I want to shake your hand and say thank you yes. to them. And, you know, you, you can see that in their face that, holy fuck, you know, what we're doing actually makes some sense. Now. All right, G. Well, time to move on. Let's see if this sound will work. Yeah. Um, let's move on and piss other people off. Uh, that one doesn't work. We'll find a better sound for next time. Moving on to the next part of the show, <laughs> the true conspiracy part. Uh, por portion of the show, my favorite part. And the first article we have here to discuss here, we have a little bit about how quickly could a single super virus spread to every single person on the Earth. And of course... Have you not watched what's Resident that? Evil? <laughs> have you not watched Resident Evil? Oh yeah, but that's... yeah. Yeah, what this is about is, of course, the annual stuff that comes around where they shout out ah! Boogeyman! to warn you about something to be wary and scared about. Be wary, wary, be wary, scared. wary, wary scared. What they talk about, this actually is, is pretty true in so many aspects with the mobile society we live in. The ability for a virus to spread is ridiculously fast, considering if somebody jumps on a plane, spreads a virus, that'll be all over the globe by nightfall. Yep. You know, and that's, that's one of the scary things about it. But the thing is, is like, where do these viruses come from? The Center for Disease. That's where a lot of them come from, especially when they talk about the spread of a flu-like virus based on the 1918 flu that uh, is supposedly extinct, but only found when they found some frozen corpses and then took samples of it back to the lab and regrew it. Why the fuck would you regrow it? Because yeah. <laughs> that's what you get when you raise a kid to be yeah. a pagan. <laughs> Pretty much. You know where the CDC is, um, don't you? I'm in Georgia, isn't it? No. It's yeah, in Georgia. I Georgia. I, you know those southern mm. boys. They ain't too bright. Yeah. <laughs> southern girls are great. I love they southern girls. They ain't too bright either. Nope. You only love their southern hospitality. <laughs> yeah, we'll call it that. We'll call it their southern hospitality. And they eat anything. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why they'll still talk to you. True that. True that. <laughs> So at any rate, though, this, this, does, this is a nice article. It does talk about how that stuff can spread and how fast it can spread and the mobile society we live in and how easy it is to spread something such as a virus. But it seems to go to every year they talk about the annual super virus or the uh, H1N1 flu or some other disease that's supposed to come wipe us out every year. Attention, please go to your local doctor and get your free inoculation for our 20 viruses this year. <laughs> oh, so what's that all about? You know, you got the 
voice for that. You ever think of doing uh, announcements for the government for, as a living? <laughs> I think I'd go broke. <laughs> or, you know, maybe, maybe you could get one of those, um, jo- get a job doing uh, reading books to on CDs. Mm, I could put people to sleep, oh. in other words. There's a deal. Yeah. Oh. Those self-help. self-help Your CDs. eyes are getting sleepy. Please look into my eyes. <laughs> See, works every time. Now hand me your wallet. <laughs> There's nothing in it. <laughs> Unless you want to pay my credit card bills. No, I'll trade you, though. No, thanks. No. <laughs> well, you got to remember, though, not all bugs need drugs, and that's part of the problem that's as true. well. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, the super bugs, they, sure, they may have their original source, but we're helping along by every little thing. Oh, let's take another drug. Well, you think... And it gets into another... Think about it, it falls into the uh, the evolution argument. Is like, uh, how often does a bug evolve, and how fast do they produce? Very yes. quickly. Yeah, well... You look at me, last year, I went through a year of fucking pneumonia with only like a week or two in between of bouts of pneumonia. And all they kept doing to me was sticking me with more more and more drugs. Now my immune system is all fucked up. Yep. Here, you can't sleep? Take some drugs. You're on edge? Take some drugs. Oh, you got a bug? Take some drugs. Yep. You, you got the shits? Take some drugs. You can't shit? Take some drugs. Well, that's the thing. I mean, and, and again, my wife went through the same kind of thing. One leads to the next, which leads to the next. And the problem is we're too reliant on the drugs. That's, yep. that's the plain and simple of it. And that leads us to who really runs the fucking world is the pharmaceutical Oh, companies. yes. I think. Well, that goes into a previous argument that two of you had before our discussion. You know, you've you've visited this before, and it's the same kind of thing. As what the last cure was? Polio, man. That was the last cure that was <laughs> yep, ever released. Since then, exactly. it's been nothing now. but treat the symptoms. Exactly. Well, see, I I've actually got a cure for most of the problems out there. Like for all these pharmaceutical companies, I've got a great cure for them, and it only costs about eighty-seven okay. cents. I'll bite. What is it? Each one. Costs eighty-seven cents to buy a bullet. You shoot the CEOs of these. Oh no, no! There's more CEOs standing in the wings to take their place, dude. Those things breed like cockroaches. No, you shoot one or two, the rest of them. You shoot one or two, the rest of them get. No, no, no! They breed like cockroaches, man. You squash one, five more come to replace them. That's right. Okay, so now I am going to spread hate. Let's hate against the. Oh, you don't have to spread that hate. That that hate already exists. There's already good professionals yeah. doing that. Yeah, the, the professionals that are only one minor step above the pharmaceuticals. <laughs> that would yeah. be the lawyers. <laughs> and we all know why sharks don't attack lawyers. It's professional courtesy. <laughs> oh. But yes, pharmaceuticals pharmaceuticals do do have a grasp hold of the uh, of the uh, globe along with the uh, the genetic engineering companies like Monsanto. And they're all, fucking, they're all fucking Mason. Oh, yes. Every one of them Mason. Mason. The Secret yep. Society. Maybe they actually belong to the Bones Club. They're, they're Masons and Illuminati. Oh, yes, the Illuminati. Don't forget those. Well, yes. go back to those numbers that were donated to us, folks. Think about those numbers. Numerology. We all love numerology. <laughs> yes. 
Prob- most of them probably won't even fucking get. Oh, them, you'd so. be amazed. You'll be amazed at what kind of people will flow into and listen to our show and start to talk to us. We will eventually get some really good comments from folks. You know, I, st- go ahead. Still on this little thing, something that popped into my head here. Have you actually seen there? There's somewhere here online I found they did a little um, animation to show you how quickly a super virus would spread on the Earth. Has either one of you actually seen no, that I animation? No. I'll have to find it for you because it's really fascinating and it does grow rather quickly, surprisingly so. Well, you you look at um, Stephen King's book. Um, no. I forget what it's called, and it's all about a superbug that comes out, and it, it wipes out pretty much all the population, and of course nothing works after that, and, you know, these people, some of them are drawn to Las Vegas, Nevada, and some of them are drawn to this old, old black country woman who sits on, I knew you was coming, God told me you was coming, come on in, we get some chickens, we grab these chickens, and of course everyone out in Las Vegas is going, well, we got to plot against these people out in the country there, because, like, you know, it's called The Stand, the book, hmm. and um, anybody who doesn't believe this stuff, that these superbugs can happen so fast, just go to the Nanaimo book. Hospital. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, get... Go to Nanaimo or read the book The Stand. It's it's a good book. I've read it a couple times. Yes, I can read. <laughs> but yeah, the, these superbugs, they're out there, folks. Don't believe that they're not, okay? Your government is lying to you. The, the biggest fools out there are the people who sit there and go, well, my government wouldn't do that. They wouldn't, would they? No, of course not. No, and they would. And you know what? I've got a bridge here in Victoria that, if you're interested, I'll sell it to you. That, oh, that nice, blue one downtown. Nice, pretty blue bridge. It's mine. I, I can sell it to you if you like. <laughs> it's just like the people who don't believe that that the government would not lie to them also don't believe the four biggest lies that a man would tell a woman. <laughs> This, this is only going to hurt for a little bit. I'll only put the head of it in. I promise that'll never ever come in your mouth. And the check's in the mail. I mean, that that's the four biggest lies. Well, okay, there's a fifth one. No, honey, I can't get you pregnant. I'm impotent. <laughs> All right, so our final piece, our final piece for tonight's story <laughs> is... Yes. is about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and did two gunmen ever target him? Now, supposedly this mystery has been solved, and they've determined that no, he was sol- he was shot by a single shooter, the same way JFK was. Uh huh. And if you believe that, well, I've got this great big blue bridge. Well, actually, only half a bridge left to sell you. The other <laughs> half's already been sold. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, yeah. all right, all right. <laughs> if, if you believe this about Martin Luther King then you really got to watch Red, the, the program Red Dwarf, and it's called Future mm-hmm. Echoes, and see what really happened to JFK. They went back oh. in time. They saved oh. JFK. I knew there was a use for Red Dwarf. And then, because everything got screwed up in their world, and <laughs> nothing was right, they had to go back and make sure that they JFK got assassinated. So they had, well, they had to get JFK 
and take him to the grassy knoll, put a rifle in his hand, so JFK actually shot himself. <laughs> Red That's <Dwarf>. actually plausible. <laughs> yeah. Red, Red Dwarf is available on Netflix. <laughs> I, I know, I'm a big Red Dwarf fan, and I've been watching it. So anyway, that brings us to the conclusion of this episode of The Cranky Old Bastard. Aren't you fucking lucky you lived through Yeah, well, what the hell. We didn't have nearly as much as last episode, but you never know what will come around for next episode. And, you know, sometimes we're actually going to have something of real value and real interest. Other times, well, we're just going to have crap. And, but, hey, you can always tune in and listen to me educate this dumb fucking American on the other end of the microphone as to what the world is really all and about. And I'd like to thank our guest, the Twisted Man from up north, for joining us. Oh, Dankeschön. It has been great fun to have an extra added uh, piece of uh, voice to it. And just some simple reminders. Don't forget to drop into iTunes, give us a rating, go over to Blueberry.com and rate us there. Or if you're listening to us on Stitcher Radio, hit that little thumbs up button down in the corner. We'd greatly appreciate it. And... Send us fucking Send money, us money now. We have donation buttons on the website. Click on those. Donate to your heart's content. We, hey, can we take yeah, these? Yeah, donate via PayPal. We have a we oh, have our own PayPal sweet. account. Okay, so use your Visa, Mastercard, cash. You know, PayPal. Can I send you a couple of goats and a pig? You can, but I don't know where uh, I put no, them. But a couple of pretzels. <laughs> you can send a couple of pretzels down. <laughs> oh, hey, that's twisted. <laughs> All right, so where can we re- where can they reach us at, bastard? They can reach me at cranky at the cranky or old bastard. they can bastard. reach me, nobody, hey. at the cranky old bastard.com. And if you want to get in touch, in touch with the Twisted Man from up north, then send us an email and we'll forward yeah, it on we to will. Him. All right, so. Cool. I have, all right, I have my own uh, sensory department. Well, what we need, what we need is a email for guest at the cranky old bastard. <laughs> So people can send in an email to the guests that we have. and We, we can will arrange on. that for next episode. That's it. Take care now. Bye-bye. Come, come, come.